0: I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real
1: life situations.
0: From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back. Welcome to Truth Fairies.
1: I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And we are so back after a little so break. So long,
0: we've missed you. We've we missed us.
1: <laughs> We've missed the SD card that I lost. Yeah, we had a little mishap, but we're back. Yeah. We're strong. I, we recorded a couple of weeks ago with our sisters, and it was the best episode, and I'm so sad and so mad at myself. I put the SD card in my pocket. We went on a little trip, and it legit disappeared.
0: So someday it may
1: turn up. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm, like, hoping for, and I can't, I can't give up on my dreams. That we'll yeah. find that podcast.
0: Yeah, it was a good one.
1: It so. was good. And then last week I was out of town for spring break, so we've been we've been absent for two weeks. But we're back
0: and we're ready to go.
1: Yeah. So should we start with
0: tickle my fancy? Yes. What is tickling you and your fancy this week? I mean, you start. So I don't know if I have, I might have admitted this on previous podcasts. I okay. hope not. But have I told you about my favorite show? No. That is Homicide Hunter. Oh, no. Okay. I love Homicide Hunt. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh-uh. So it is this Detective Joe Kenda who is, I don't know how old he is now.
1: Oh, you did talk about it because for Valentine's Day you got like a Joe Kenda book or something. Yes. And you are kind of in love with him? Yes.
0: I, I am obsessed with this guy. Okay. Like I have a crush on him. I love it. I know. every Like I lay in bed and watch him and I'm like, he is so badass. <laughs> he is so badass. So um, I I have been watching a lot of him, and I actually got a book. I started reading my book, which was fantastic. Oh, good. Um, And then in addition to Joe Kenda, I started watching on, I think it's on Netflix, might be on Hulu, um, Killer Cases. Okay. And it is basically what it is, is the court cases of all of these like murder trials. Ooh. And so it shows you like in a condensed version, but like all these trials that went I mean, these killing cases that went to trial. Yeah. And it's just so intriguing to watch. Ooh. I love it so much. Oh, I love that. So that's what I've been watching a lot lately.
1: Um, we also watched together The Tinder Swindler. Oh, yes. That was so good. Tinder
0: Swindler was fantastic. And then
1: did you watch the next one I said, which was the... um, um Oh, The Bad Vegan. The Bad Vegan. The Bad, the bad Vegan. It's so crazy because... In both of these shows, the Tinder Swindler and the Bad Vegan, it's like women that just give men their
0: money, and it seems like these women are not dumb women, right? Like they're women that are that are like have careers and ha- are independent and have well, they have money to give, and they you right know? I mean, they
1: wouldn't be targeted if they weren't successful women, yeah.
0: And it's like, how do you, how are you so dumb?
1: And it's you know what. The one in the bad vegan also reminded me a bit of the Lori Daybell, Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow case. Like. Did you get that far into it? I didn't get that
0: far, but I kind of know what it's about that she, he kind of makes her believe that they're. um, Like
1: supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. It's very like there's these other forces and these other supernatural beings. And if you do everything I say, basically you'll be our queen. And this is all the big test. Yeah. So and then after months and months or years of giving him all this money and literally like he sends her to Rome and you can't like talk to anyone for three weeks and you have to stay here. You have to do everything I say. It's like she's so far into it that she can't like – it's like, like when you're rationalized. Pl- yeah. Anything, yeah. Or, or it's like when you're playing the lottery and you're so far, not the lottery, like gambling. Uh-huh. Have you ever like gone to Vegas and like played slots or whatever? Yeah. And it's like, I've already put like 20 bucks into this. I got to put it's five like I've more. Committed. I'm committed. Like <laughs> yeah. I've got to put five more dollars into it because then if I win, it'll all be worth it. Right. It's like that thing where she's like, I've already invested years into this. If it's true, it'll all be for nothing. She almost had to get to the point where it was so proven false that she could finally get out of it and stop. Which is nuts. So nuts. Yeah.
0: I have to finish it. So I will finish it. I haven't
1: but, finished it yet either. Okay. I think I have one or two more episodes. But The Bad Vegan, The beca- Inventing Anna. Inventing
0: Anna is, I'm thoroughly enjoying that. The
1: Tinder Swindler. there I love like a con person story. I love
0: to be conned. <laughs> <laughs> I there's just, nothing I love more than being conned. So,
1: I. No. <laughs> I love getting in the mind of the con artist more than anything else. Though. Well, like, what
0: was it that we watched the LuLaRoe mm-hmm. one that was like, I mean, all, thousands and thousands of people being completely swindled. Yeah. It's just shocking.
1: It's It's this thing of like, I'm special and I'm chosen. And if I'm the special person, then I have to like do this thing or give up all this stuff because in the end, I'm going to have more.
0: Yeah. Like
1: Lori Vallow, I'm one of the 10,000 that's going to be saved in the end of days. And it's so intoxicating, I think, for people mm-hmm. to think, like, as a kid, you think, I'm I'm special. You have these, like, magical properties, right. like, someday I'm going to be famous or someday... Like
0: self-inflated, I'm self-inflated, like, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And it's like, some people never get over that and realize, dude, I'm just like a 43-year-old mom <laughs> that, like, just makes macaroni and cheese and, like... Where's flip flop? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm no one special.
0: Well, <laughs> you are special to me. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. You're so loved.
1: But I think everyone wants to be so bad that it's easy to get taken. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or just like people that want love so bad, like the Tinder swindler.
0: Yeah, which women I, you know, it's overrated people.
1: But it's not only that they want love, they want love with this guy that takes them on yacht trips. Right. You want the
0: fi- you want the bachelor life. Yeah. Which, you know, speaking s- takes us into our next conversation <laughs> of The Bachelor of the sh- show that is The Bachelor. Oh, the f- I mean, I know it ended a couple what, a week ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. But man, I am just
1: still. I let's talk about Gabby for a minute.
0: My favorite thing about Ga- I love her. I do, too. I love her when she gets up and she's like, I think that's enough for me uh-huh. and walks out. I'm like, yeah. yes, Gabby. And then when he asked to walk her out, and she's like, no.
1: No. Yeah, that's what we need more of. We need more Gabbies." Basically, I, if you follow The Bachelor, you know he basically turned. He, They he had three girls left. Number three that he was in the fantasy suites with said, if you've already slept with everybody and told them you loved them, I'm out. Then suddenly she's the only one he wants. But he convinces the other two to stay says, it's basically, it's
0: got to be you. Tells and, him he loves them all, but it, what it comes down to is this who he loves most. Yeah. <laughs> what
1: a dirtbag. <laughs> which bag. did not go over well. And then the next, the final two that ended up, he broke up with them together in yeah. a joint breakup session, which was like the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Didn't even give them the like one-on-one attention. Super heartless. They're somehow becoming joint bachelorettes.
0: Yeah, so those two will be the new bachelorettes. And it's I love it, and I hate it at the same time because, you know, I always hate whoever the bachelor or bachelorette is. Tur- they turn on you. That, no, it, is never, it has never not happened Yeah, that I have always learned to hate, except for Michelle. Except for Michelle. She is the only one that I didn't hate, but I just, I love Gabby so much, and I just hope that she, um, I hope she stays who yeah. she is and doesn't become a slime ball.
1: We love that her nods.
0: She like she nods. She all the nods time. all
1: the time when like anyone's talking to her. She just she's nods. Nodding. It's yeah. the cutest thing. <laughs> and I like Rachel too, but you don't love Rachel as much.
0: No, I don't. I don't know why. Like she's too. Yeah, I don't know. I like. She's her. She's just Magooey. So, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's all that's going on in my fancy tickling. I'm good. So kind of. I'm the same. My mine's probably the
1: beach this week because oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just love I and my da- my youngest daughter is just like me. She doesn't care how warm it is. She has to, she just wants to be on the beach. Oh, speaks to your soul. It speaks to my soul. I just love the beach. Me too. I could li- I don't know why I don't live there.
0: Well, because then you would have nowhere to travel, nowhere to vacation to. That's what I told her. That's my, my belief because I mean, we've talked, you know, a bunch of different times like, "Why don't we move to Hawaii?" or "Why don't we move to Florida?" or "Why don't we move somewhere tropical?" And it's like, "But then where do you travel?" Right. Then and, what's the point? And you would lose the Yeah. I agree. So we got to stay somewhere that's less than perfect so that we have a place to go. Yeah. So anyway.
1: Good. I lost my sunglasses on the trip. Of course you did. I lost, I think I might have lost my water
0: bottle. Mm -hmm. Did you ever find your wallet? No. Have you canceled those cards? No. (laughs) You
1: know what? (laughs) You guys, I am like, honestly, I need someone to write in and like tell me what, like how to not lose everything. I lost that SD card. I already mentioned that. Lost my like, I just lose everything, and I don't know what it is. Or like, wh- how do people function and not lose things? Like, give me the tips of like how to be an adult. <laughs> I can't. The and I put like I was using my Keurig and put my little pot in, and then just hit start, and it went all over the place. I didn't put a cup in. <laughs> like this is my brain, and I like I don't think I have ADHD. I don't know. You know what? I did one time. What? <laughs> this is when I was like, something's genuinely wrong with me. Lindsay, my little sister, called me and she, I was changing a diaper. So this was years ago. It was mm. Piper's diaper, Piper diaper. And she's like, hey, I forgot my um, husband. Like somehow she couldn't get a hold of her husband. Like she didn't know his cell phone number. Wait, this, I don't remember. But she called me and said, will you call my husband at work? And tell him that I'm downstairs waiting for him. I mm-hmm. can't remember why she needed me to do that. So I'm changing the diaper. And by the time I finish changing the diaper, I forgot. Like in like 10 seconds. So I,
0: she's just standing down there waiting?
1: Yeah. Standing down there waiting for me to call her husband to say that she's down there. 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I called Lindsay. She's like, yeah, I finally like just got out and went and got in. Because oh, shoot. I'm like, what is wrong with my brain?
0: Well, it's like today I got up. I got ready to come to the podcast. I got dressed, put on my jewelry, and I'm driving in the car on my way here, and I look down and I've put my wedding ring on my wrong hand. It's so weird. Okay, I've been married for 16 years. Yeah. I have put this wedding ring on every damn day. And I look down and it's on my right hand, and my mom's wedding band, which yeah. I always wear on my right hand, is on my left. Weird. And, and it like, I almost wrecked my car because I'm like, oh, why did I, what is wrong with me? Why did I do that? Yeah. Just out of nowhere.
1: That's so weird. I
0: don't it's know. It's
1: weird what our brains. Do. do you do. take off your rings every day? Yeah. Oh, I uh, never
0: take mine off. I usually do. I don't like to sleep being confined. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I usually take them off at night.
1: Bright, my daughter said there's, I think it's Megan Fox's husband got her an engagement ring that if she tries to take it off, it's like a end of like a pop top
0: and it'll cut her. What a psycho. Right? I'm Megan, to you should leave. <laughs> yeah, if you can't, yeah. That's, if you can't take your ring off. That is the biggest sign of ownership ever. Absolutely. You are an independent woman. Yeah. Get sh- out. It uh, freaked me out. I was yeah, like, oh, I don't stupid. like that at all. Okay. Well, let's move on to... The, the Weird and Wacky world. world. I have a story for you. Okay. That I laughed so hard about. Because okay. it's simultaneously hysterical and my worst nightmare. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I've changed a little bit because I don't want to give... I don't want to... Um, Spoil it. Okay. Right out of the shoot. So it says a stay-at-home mom from Indiana has opened up about suffering a rare side effect while giving birth. Have you heard this? No. Okay, good. Okay, after going into labor with her daughter, 23, 23-year-old Bethany Collins was given Pitocin to speed things along. However, despite this, Bethany's cervix still wasn't opening. She was experiencing severe contractions, and given that her baby's heart rate was dropping, she opted for an epidural. After pushing with all her might to help deliver her daughter, Bethany felt an intense pressure in her left eye and realized something was wrong. What? (laughs) Bethany said, I heard a pop and asked the doctor, is my eyeball still in my head? He said yes, but I opened my eye and everything was blurry. I felt so much pressure in my left eye, but I pushed again for the third time and delivered the baby. It says, they took her to make sure she was okay before handing her over to me. I asked my husband, is my eyeball really in my head? It can't be. <gasps> I feel so much pressure and I can barely see anything. Something had to be wrong. He said that it was definitely poking out more than the other one, but it wasn't too bad. (laughs) Like, how is that? Like, that is like, no, either it's in my head or it's not in my head. It's not like, oh, it's not too bad. (laughs) It's only kind of falling out. Your eyeball is dangling out of your socket, but it's not too bad. Oh, my God. Good hell. (laughs) So, okay. It's um, like, did I tear? not? Not too bad. Not too bad, but, like, either your eyeball is in or out. Right. Okay, and it's all blurry. Right. And I wonder, okay, this is what I wonder. If it's dangling in a different angle, <gasps> is it seeing? Like, how does that work with your other eyeball's vision?
1: Right. This is so terrifying. It's like the Mr. Potato Head in a Toy Story where he can pop it out and yeah, see, like, and look under at the other bed. things.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is terrifying.
1: That's why it would be blurry, though, because both your eyes are trying to... Track. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: So it says after ten minutes had passed, Bethany's eye began poking out even further, <laughs> with the situation worsening overnight. Um, it says as he was overnight? stitching overnight, they just, just pop it back letting in. This go, I don't know. Um, as he was stitching her up, Bethany's doctor remarked that he'd never seen such a thing happen before and decided to call an optometrist to have a look. Thank goodness. Bethany said, "I told him I wasn't in pain, but he just continued looking at my eye." <laughs> so it's like when you like is there something on my face and everybody's looking at you really weird but you right. don't like i would be like give me a damn mirror right i need to see this yes um, oh, but if it's blurry maybe <laughs> but the other eye should be fine oh. uh she says i had i pretty much had the whole unit come in and look i became the talk of the unit that day yeah i bet you did Um, my sweet nurse asked if I wanted a patch so I could at least see out of my good eye without any, um, interference. The next day, the optometrist looked at my eye and also commented that he had never seen anything like this before. (gasps) Ultimately, the final verdict was that there was just a lot of pressure from the force of the push, so um, they said to wait and see if it would go back. Ah! Um, She noticed improvements over the two-week mark, and it was like I got a black eye. She said it was protruding and bruised.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Thankfully, Bethany's eyes are back to normal now, and she's enjoying life as a new mother (laughs) to her little Phoebe Bell. Um, she says it took six weeks for my eye to finally flush back into my face and even out with the other. But I really thought I was doomed. Things are now great as I have a beautiful two-month-old baby girl and two normal eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh Is my Is that gosh. the grossest thing ever? New nightmare unlocked. Right. I'm so glad I'm done having kids because that would be reason to stop. But what if you what if you get a really bad stomach flu and you're throwing up and that happens? I will swallow it. <laughs>
1: Your throw up, or your yeah, adult? my
0: well, both. <laughs> <laughs> but can I mean I've always been very concerned about the ability of my eye to pop out of my head. Really? Like I don't like when people you know how people will pull down like their eyelid. Like, is there something in my eye, and they'll do this? Mm-hmm. I can't take that. Really? Oh no, huh. I cannot take that. You
1: feel like that's gonna, but or that like is when people do this, out any second. <gasps> when yeah. people like
0: push the, yeah, ugh, uh-huh. don't do it like they push the bottom of their eye and yeah. it makes their eye I don't fold. do eye tricks. Do not do eye tricks. Don't ever. mess around with don't that. Don't turn your eyelids inside out. Mm-mm.
1: I had a friend in high school. We were in student government together, and when he was a kid, he ran into the corner of the church door, mm-hmm. just like Deacon did when oh, he cut yeah. his, but he lost his eye. His eye his eye popped out. Like he lost oh. it. <laughs> and so he had a glass eye. Oh no. And for like party tricks, I like could pop his glass oh, eye gosh. out. Like uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> No, like would do. It's all fun and games till someone, till loses, someone loses an, an eye, eye, and then hit he, <laughs> <laughs> he was a good sport about it. Yeah, I bet he was. That is not okay. Clearly, John Avondet, if you're out there,
0: <laughs> popping your eye in and out, your knock eye it out.
1: off. It was pretty cool. Ew, but... That's gross. I know. Okay, well and then. it was just red in there. Ew. Like it's not Ew, like a I big, don't... cavernous thing, like you would think. Is it moist uh-huh, in there? Uh huh. Yeah. You saw it? Oh yeah, it's like gums of a mouth.
0: <gasps> yeah oh. I know. so did his so, okay here's a question when he took out the glass eye did his eyelid sink in uh, no it was like um,
1: it was like so he would keep it open and then it was just like gummy like oh. um, like just red gummy in there like squishy uh-huh. or
0: was there a hole or was no, it no there wasn't like a big in?
1: open hole it was more just filled in
0: that is terrifying
1: I know hold
0: on Next. We're ready for Oh Honey. Oh Honey. Oh Honey. It is time to hear from you. Okay,
1: should I I go first? Please do. Okay. (laughs) This is a 17-year-old boy writing, and he says, AITA for serving my sister's husband dinner using toy utensils. I moved in with my sister after my parents kicked me out for coming out. Another story. They said I'll be here temporarily till I get back to normal, which I don't think I will. LOL. But anyway, so I moved. Wait, in. wait, wait. Okay. So the
0: parents kicked him out until he's ungay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. He can pop back in. Yeah. Wow.
1: Okay. Soon as soon as you start liking girls, then you you are welcome. You home, can come son. back. That's excellent parenting. Good. Good. I love that. By the way, BTW, it's not part of the story, but no. okay. It, it is notable that. He's probably not had the nicest parents. Okay, so she says um, his sister does everything around the house. He he says, I started helping here and there as well as looking after a two-year-old niece, and now she's six months pregnant. Brother-in-law does nothing because he's the breadwinner, as he claims, but he's taken it a bit too far. He'd tell her to start his laundry once he takes off his clothes, puts dinner on the table once he's home, get the shower ready, and so on. So, Uh like— Literally doesn't even turn out a the sun shower. Okay. They fight a lot because my sister is exhausted and burnt out. I usually put on my headphones and mind my own business. But two nights ago, there was a lot of commotion once he was home. So I went to see what the issue was. Turns out brother-in-law was complaining about dinner and my sister was too exhausted to get up. I mean, the dinner was already cooked, but he wanted her to put it out for him on the table. I told my sister I'd do it. But instead of using their kitchen utensils, I used my niece's toy utensils, toy cup, toy plate toy fork and knife and a tiny napkin. (laughs) I put the food on the toy plate and the drink in the toy cup while brother-in-law was in the shower. He then came into the kitchen and sat down and stared at the plate for a few seconds. He then looked at me and asked what the hell this was and whether I was joking. I told him if he wanted to act like a helpless child, then he might as well get treated like one. He began yelling and my sister came inside. He then threw the napkin and stormed off saying that I disrespected him and that he'll let my parents know about what I did. My sister saw what I'd done and started laughing. I went inside my room, but the argument didn't stop. Now he's expecting an apology from me, meddling in his marriage and pulling this crappy stunt on him. I could be the asshole for this, but I was just so mad for my sister and also sick and tired of being sick and tired for the nightly fighting over dinner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. It's darling and it's funny and well-deserved. It's on point. Yeah, but... Yeah, you're kind of the asshole. You can't do that in somebody else's house, right? I know, right? And especially because this guy is supporting him. That's true. And, I mean, did he deserve it? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Someone on Reddit said there
1: needs to be, because when you comment on Reddit, you have to say, like, in this form, you have to say TA, like, or YTA, you're the asshole, or uh-huh. NTA, not the asshole. Someone said they need a new thing that's, like... JTA, like justified asshole. Yeah. So like you are,
0: but it's justified. Right. Right. Because what a dirtbag. Like in this in this day and age. Right. We're really you have to turn the shower on for your husband. I don't turn the shower on for my ten year old. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not turning the shower now. In fairness, there have been times when I haven't felt good or whatever, and Jake's been like, "Here, let me get your bath started." Yeah. You know, like. Cause I'm not feeling good or whatever, but never like, um, can you turn on my water? Cause I want to shower. <laughs>
1: right. Like, I can't do it. That? And the food is cooked. Like she made you dinner. You yeah. really need her to dish it up for you and to pour
0: your drink and to set it out for you. Yeah. Like really? He's gross. And she, the thing is though, is she's created this monster. Yeah. I mean, I know we've talked about that before. You have created this monster when you wait on somebody like that. Right. Yeah. So it's like you're choosing it. So now you have to deal with it. But hopefully she doesn't get the like. What's the word where someone like takes it
1: out the on backlash, you. the backlash, yeah. and she's going she's to gonna get the backlash for what her brother did.
0: But really, it's
1: not that big of a deal. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. But <laughs> to him, it
1: was like super disrespectful in and- my own home. <laughs> I'm raising you. <laughs>
0: I'm going to tell your parents. They just kicked him out for being gay. So the fact that they served you on an infant plate <laughs> is probably not going to change anything. Right. I mean, right. come on. What are they going to do? I don't know. What are the parents going to do? Ground him. Kick him out again. Kick him out to somebody else's house? I don't know. I don't know either. I love it, though. This poor kid. Good for him. I know. I love it. Okay. Here is one for you. Okay. Um, This is a, a TIFU. Okay. <laughs> So it says my wife's, and this actually was like from a month ago, okay. um, but my wife's eight year old, very large goldfish was passing away. Aww. He had dropsy, was suffering and was on the verge of death. My wife and I looked into the symptoms and there was practically no hope of making, of him making a recovery. <laughs> so she asked me to euthanize him. <laughs> This is so stupid. Goldfish, okay. right? Yeah. Okay, so looking into methods, it seemed pretty agreed upon that the most effective and quick way to euthanize a fish was blunt force trauma. Yeah. Now, when I was a kid, my family were huge anglers, and I was designated as the fish killer when it was time to cook them. Back then, I was told to slam them on the ground as hard as I could. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, my 8-year-old little body wasn't strong enough to kill them instantaneously, so I had to do it multiple times. <laughs> Honestly, it kind of effed me up a little. I bet. So flash forward to last night. I didn't want that to happen again, and I wanted it to be painless. I asked my wife to leave the room because she was very upset, which is so... It's a fish. Who's ever it's been f- this upset about a fish? It's a fish. Um, and a goldfish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it so. lasts, And it was 8 years old?
0: Yes. Wow. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, okay, so she was very upset. And I chose to do the deed by putting the fish in a plastic grocery bag and slamming it on the counter as hard as I possibly could. Oh, no. The poor fish was absolutely obliterated. The force ripped open the bag and sprayed bits of what used to be Mm-mm. a goldfish in every direction. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I told my wife to stay upstairs, but she started getting (laughs) suspicious, and so she came down after five minutes, and it's just everywhere still. Oh, no. On the counter, on the stove, on the fridge, on the freaking Christmas tree that we still have up. I was still finding pieces of it this morning. My wife was aghast and traumatized and cried until she went to bed. I think I effed up. Yeah, you did? (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. Gosh! Yikes! Okay, my official, my like first original thought was: you just flush, flush it. the damn thing. It, like it does not know what's happening to it.
1: No, it has like a memory span of like twelve seconds, probably if even,
0: and out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, and I know that's probably a, a narcissistic approach. <laughs> but flush it. Like, why flush. do you feel like you have to like perform a euthan A euthanization? On yeah. And yeah. a painless, like, it's not going to feel. It it doesn't know.
1: As the great Kurt Cobain said, it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. Yeah,
0: they have no feelings. They have no brain. uh uh-uh. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, but she, and my question is, how big really was this goldfish? Right. It had to have been big to have to, its guts spread all over all of those To areas. have that many guts? Oh. One time when I was little, I went fishing in a pond Okay. Down at the, like, city, kind of by the city pool. Okay. And we caught these fish, and they were, pro- I mean, they were good size. They were probably, like, this big. Yeah. But, I mean, I was little. I didn't know. So, I brought him home, mm-hmm. and I wanted to keep it as a fish in, like, a fish tank. Yeah. So Every kid always brings <laughs> home something, like, this is going to be our new pet. Right. And But, I mean, I had, like, a fish bowl, you know. But yeah. it was, the, this fish was so big that its face touched one end and its tail it touched the other. So it was literally just <laughs> like in this bowl and it could just move side to side. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I'm like, we're going to have this goldfish. Well, A, it's not a goldfish. And second of all, it's not a pet. Right. So I ended up, my dad made me go dump it back in the pond. But um, th- in my mind, that's what I'm envisioning. Yeah. Like, like an, an eight inch. Eight inch. Fish. Like something. Right gross. Oh.
1: Yeah, I'm the worst. My kids every time we go camping, they find something and can we take it home and have it be our pet? For the first like 8 times, I'm like, "Sure." Yeah. Squirrel.
0: <laughs> Mice.
1: Lizard. Lizard. Snails. Snake. Snail. Even just like um caterpillars. <sighs> And then it's like, then the next morning they come out all excited and it's dead and they're broken hearted. And I'm like, yeah, we took it out of its home. Natural habitat. Like we can't do that anymore.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of work.
1: That reminds me of a vegan story that I need to find.
0: While you're looking, I can tell you that one time I had a beta fish. I think my sister gave it to me and that sucker would not die. And that was back before I was completely dead inside. And so I didn't, (laughs) like I I thought a million times I could flush this, but I couldn't bring myself to do it for no reason. But I was moving out of, um, I lived in a little duplex and I was moving from there to somewhere else, I don't know. And we had moved everything out of the apartment and I just had this fish. And so we strapped it (laughs) to the back of the truck and it was like, it, it had like those bungees holding it, holding in the its fish bowl? tank. <laughs> yes. <What>? The bowl <laughs> no. with a bungee cord on the bumper of this, the back of this little truck, and drove clear across town. And you know what? It was fine. It lived. Oh, it my lived. gosh. I, that thing lived, I mean, for years.
1: I once won a goldfish at the fair, like by plopping the ball into it. Uh-huh. And that fish lasted forever. And one time I was cleaning out its little bowl while my mom was doing dishes. And the disposal was on. <gasps> oh, no. And somehow the fish jumped into the sink while the disposal was on. And my mom flipped it off, reached in there, grabbed the fish, and it had this, like, big, like, red spot on its forehead, but
0: it lived. Oh, my gosh. it you dis- saved it? Uh-huh. Yeah. At and it lived point. for, like, years after oh that. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible.
1: I know. That is terrible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So speaking of, like wanting fish to have no like um
0: memory memories or
1: like thoughts there's something i don't understand about veganism that i need someone to tell me okay so this is on a website called daily squared and i don't know where this came from but it basically says and a subway employee told a story and he says one vegan was recently shocked to learn that one of her beloved sandwich ingredients was in fact not remotely vegan An anonymous internet user shared an experience from their perspective as a Subway employee, and we aren't sure if we should cringe or laugh. He wrote, yesterday I had a chick come in. She told me she wanted a veggie delight. As I went to get the bread, she asked me if I could change my gloves because she was vegan and I had been handling meat. I did that, no problem, perfectly reasonable request. So that's my first question. Should we come back to that? Um, Or address it right now? Address it right now. So that, I just, I don't get it. So I'm sure there's a reason. So, like, my daughter has celiac. You have to change your gloves if you've touched the wheat because the gluten can, like, still be on the glove and can still make her sick. Right. But if a vegan—so if someone making a sandwich has touched meat and then is it because they're— the, for me, the whole point of being a vegan is do as little harm as possible. Right. So you don't want to take anything from animals. You don't want to kill any animals. You don't want to use any animal byproduct because of the harm it can cause, which I totally respect. Like, I wish I could be a vegan. But I do <laughs> Jamie's like, don't. I don't don't but, say that. But, like, I think it's, like, a cool Admirable. Thing. Right, admirable if that's your Admirable thing jam, to do great. to yeah. be a vegan. But I don't understand if you've touched meat. Why you can't touch my food? Because it's not – because you're not doing any – It's principle.
0: Okay. It's solely principle. It's like I don't want – I don't want that touching my food. So it is – it's the principle. But uh, I don't get it. No. It's, <laughs> it, it, I know. It's just like I'm vegan. It's almost like – now everybody's going to hate me yet again. <laughs> um, but it's like – it's kind of like, you know, a lot of – not all people – Right. But a lot of people, it's like, oh, I'm vegan, or I'm. It's like a status, yes, right. Mm-hmm. So if for some people, if you're that elite status, like it's above you to have. I don't want you to touch meat. Your meat juices. Please get your meat off of. <laughs> 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 Enough said. You know where I'm okay. going with this. They don't want your meat to touch their business. Okay. Okay. So they're not worried about. There's no cross content. I mean, I don't think it's. Yeah, no. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. So then he says, I did that, whatever. I get the bread, toast it, and put all the veggies she wants on it. I start to wrap up her sandwich when she says, can I get some mayo? Naturally, the employee felt compelled to ask the customer if she knew mayonnaise has eggs in it, because that's what a good Samaritan does. Then he wrote, this girl just stood there silent. Then she said, no, it doesn't. I get mayo every time. Are you sure? He confirmed the vegan customer that he was sure their mayonnaise has eggs in it, he said of the girl. She stood there with such distraught and defeated face. I had shattered this poor girl's world. However, this is not where the unbelievable story ends. After shattering her whole mayo-loving world, he asked her one more time if she'd still like mayonnaise on her sandwich. The kicker? She said yes. Of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave her the mayo, wrapped her sandwich up, and charged her for the sandwich. She was silent the whole time. On her way out, he hollered, have a nice day. Oh. She just looked at me sighed and said, yeah, I'll try, <laughs> and walked out. And that's the story of how I taught a vegan that mayonnaise is, in fact, not vegan.
0: Well, <laughs> don't you think—okay, but what's wrong with eating eggs? I don't see that. That's the thing is I don't understand. They're not real chickens, right? <laughs> no,
1: they're not. But right? vegans don't eat anything that's, but why? that's been related to animals. I, I
0: get that you might not want to eat a piece of an animal, right? Like you may not want to, an animal to die for your meal, right? But it's an egg. I think some of it has to do with like
1: farming practices and like the way chickens are treated. But if you owned the chickens, would you? They still want to eat their eggs. I think they just think that's your that's your like embryo. That is your that embryo. Is you your...
0: eat your own embryos. I don't. I don't know. I am not going to take that away from that chicken. But if a chicken like they're going to lay eggs either way, right? Yeah. Like they
1: don't just stop if you stop taking them. <laughs>
0: Right. I don't think so. You know
1: what I mean? Not, like no one wants they, them. Lo- they stand up and look underneath them. Oh, there's already six. I guess I'll wait. Yeah, <laughs> it's like cows will like dry up, right? Like a m- breastfeeding mother if you don't milk them. You don't. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Isn't I do like chickens... a chicken. Period. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's but still like, gonna ovulate. Yeah, it's gonna
1: happen whether you eat it or
0: not. Now some farmers gonna write in and be like, <laughs> chickens don't ovulate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just assuming. I don't know either.
1: So we need some vegans.
0: Some, we need some information on this.
1: I have several vegan
0: nieces, actually. And let me ask this. Okay. If a person, if a vegan is opposed to drinking cow's milk, yeah, are they opposed to breastfeeding? Oh, I don't know, right? I mean if you're a breastfed vegan, is that contradictory? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, because once again, we're not, like, the cow's not dying to produce its milk. Right. And it's a mammal. It's supposed to. Right. I, I hate it when people
1: are like, humans are the only, an- the only species that drink the milk of another species. Like, yeah, humans are the only species that do a lot of things. Yeah. Like, like. have jobs. <laughs> right. Right? Like, have sex face to face. Does that make it wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> not
0: everything is negative.
1: Not everything humans do. Like, I just think that's a weird, like, argument against drinking milk.
0: Yeah. I like the idea that we are the superior species. (laughs) (laughs) Is that so bad that things were placed on the earth to benefit us? For us. Is that too much? I think that's what vegans don't like us to say. Well, why? I don't know. I mean, sometimes you have to own it.
1: (laughs) I know. I don't know. I think it's maybe about the planet.
0: And maybe they need to look at it like maybe that is a, a chicken's job. Right. Maybe that's a cow's job. And now you're hurting their feelings. Now you're ruining the cycle. The cycle of life. It's, how, it's like in the olden days when you used to pay the doctor with a bag of potatoes. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, granted, they're not making money, but that is their... Contribution to the it's world. It's like a at large. village.
1: Everyone ha- plays their part in the village, and the cow's part is the milk.
0: Yeah, and now it has no role in raising the children. Now
1: we've taken away its identity. Now this there's is... cows walking around with identity crises.
0: I mean, I'm chickens not... with eggs with no purpose. Right. I'm not trying to be negative, but I blame vegans. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones ruining the cycle.
1: Yeah. There's just eggs rolling down hills with no purpose.
0: Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, I guess we answered that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we have stated our We feelings. have given our opinion on that.
1: I was vegetarian for like eight years, wow, actually. that's stupid. I know. But part of it was because I've mentioned I kind of had an eating disorder. I think part of it was just like getting me out of eating.
0: It, right. It was a, an easy – well, I can't eat that. I'm vegan. Yeah. I can't eat anything that's good because so i So I
1: just didn't eat. But that was like my goal was like, just give me the salad. And See,
0: I'm- now veganism causes eating disorders. So
1: <laughs> There's another check against it. A- <laughs> okay,
0: okay. So now let's go in another direction. Okay. And I'm probably going to upset people with this, but hey, <laughs> this is what I do. Okay. Okay. So this is an AITA. Okay. Um, am I the asshole for loudly booing at a friend's gender reveal? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, which I want to take a moment and talk. Have we talked about gender reveal? No, but
1: I just had this conversation with my kids because my niece is from California and she was with us over spring break. And she mentioned that one of the big wildfires in her, like that got like a mile close to her house in California was from a gender reveal party. Wow. And they were like, did you do gender reveal parties? I'm like, that was not a thing. Okay. Even I 10 ha- years ago when I had Piper, it was not a thing. I right? hate
0: gender reveals. Yeah, I do too. And let me tell you why. Please do. Nobody gives a shit. No one cares. Okay? Outside of you, your spouse, and your own children, Mm -hmm. nobody gives a rip Mm -mm. about what gender that baby is. And they care, but, like, a text message is fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm sitting at home on pins and needles. Like, just, hey, the baby's a girl.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, Now I know how to shop. Yeah.
0: Or not. You know? I mean, it's just this idea that everybody... And you should be excited for the gender of your own baby. Sure, but it's very egocentric to think that everybody else is like, "Oh my gosh, I just until I know what that baby is, I'm not going to sleep." And I need a big, dramatic way to know about yeah. what the don't, baby is. Don't just tell me. Make me buy a gift. Make me travel. Right. And then make me sit around and wait for something. Right. That I. You know, and, and again, grandma, grandpa probably are excited. Maybe aunts and uncles. But really, it's right. like, you know, just tell me what it is. And yeah. I'm going to love it either way. I'll be so, at the baby
1: shower. I'll bring the appropriate gift. Yeah, but let's not make a whole party out of it. And Erin was like, I'm surprised. And my kid said, would you have one now? I'm like, No. They're like, why? And Erin's like, I'm surprised because you love like fanfare. I'm like, for other people, I do. Like, I like making my kids' birthdays a big deal, but not for myself.
0: Yeah, it just. Feels... I'm not about.
1: I don't. I don't need people to look at me pop a balloon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Go on. Okay. <clears throat> I am a 30 year old male.
0: Okay. Drive 45 minutes outside of the city to go to my workmate's gender reveal party. Oh,
1: they're inviting workmates. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. 45 minutes. Okay. In the first place, I find this to be an obnoxious new fad, but I try to be a good sport for the sake of my work relationship. I dress up. I bring a gift. I bring a bottle of wine for the party. I am trying. Okay. After much buildup, the couple stand in front of this box thing with the gender reveal hidden inside. They pull a string. The box falls apart. Confetti, streamers, etc., And there reads a message, Unassigned?
1: <laughs> unassigned. Unassigned.
0: There are audible groans, a few woke claps. They launch into a polemic about gender and their decision not to assign their child a gender. Oh, wait. they It wasn't like the ultrasound couldn't tell? Nope. It was They're like... They're saying, we're not deciding that. Okay. So Ooh. they are making this bold statement that... But that's it's up a genderless <laughs> baby. <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> So it says um, they launch into a polemic about gender and their decision not to assign their child a gender. And I begin loudly, playfully (laughs) booing. Yes. (laughs) No one joins in. A few people pull me aside later in the night to lecture me, others to thank me. He says now I don't begrudge them raising their child however they want. And I don't have anything against trans people or, or anything to do with that. But I thought bringing us so far out of our way under the already lame pretense of a gender reveal and then using it as an opportunity to posture and preach was lame, insincere, and asshole in this extreme. That's
1: exactly (laughs) right.
0: Right? It's not
1: even about whatever you're trying to prove. Don't have a gender reveal party if you're not going to tell us. And anatomically, what gender you got in your uterus.
0: Isn't that the point of the gender reveal is to state what the child is? So, yeah, it's like if you don't want your child's gender to be an issue, what do you say you don't host a party? Don't have
1: a party about it. Don't have
0: a party. Why don't you just say, you know what? We're we're just going to wait and see. We're going to wait and see what
1: this kid identifies as.
0: Yeah. So we don't know. We're not going to even find out. I did not find out with Lincoln. Um we just decided we didn't want to know. I think that's fun. And it was fun and it was hard and we both had our opinions and ideas. But it you know, yeah. It, it was kind of fun to just be surprised, but like it is very like preachy and like you said posture to it is. to call every and have them bring a gift and dress up and come to this event to be like screw you for expecting my child to have a gender. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. So Ew.
1: I know. Gross. I do not like that. I don't like that either. That really is. I would probably boo too. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh.
0: And then I would take that bottle of wine and I'd shake it up and spray it all over everything. Exactly. And just like a big F you. And I
1: think he has a point. It's not about not supporting trans. It has, yeah. But trans is where, you know, the kid is, a, you know, has the gender that they're born with and then feels on the inside like you're. The, different. That you're the different gender. It's not, I mean, I correct me if I'm wrong, vegans, but yeah. it could be. <laughs> it, it, it's not that I don't have a gender. Right. You right? still
0: anatomically have a gender. You have
1: a gender and then you transition to the other gender because in your body you're trying to align. But if you don't have a gender to begin with, how do you
0: align I don't know. I'm not making any sense. No, no. Like, are they just not ever going to recognize the gender? Right. I don't know. But, I mean, how they're parenting is whatever. But, again, it goes back to the, like, income, like, Inconvenience that you put on other people and the expectation. You That's put on other what people. it's way more about because throwing that the party yeah. is the issue, and it's almost like kind of in your face. Like, uh-huh. how dare you come and want <laughs> to know the gender of my baby? It doesn't have a gender. Yeah. Why are you even here? <laughs> right? And people are just showing not because not because anybody was like, I can't do one other thing tonight until I go to that party and know the gender of that baby. Right? Because they don't care, and they don't care if they ever meet that baby. No, a lot of them.
1: They're being supportive. They're showing up. They thought this is. Something that this couple is excited to do. Right. We're going to support them. We're just going to be there for them, and then it ends up being this like <laughs> big screw, big you. <laughs> slap in your face. How dare you? I love that for him.
0: Way to make a way to make a statement. Way to boo. Just you could have been sitting at home in your comfy clothes, mm-hmm. watching a show, you know. Yeah, and yet here you are.
1: Yep, that deserves a boo. It does. Big Slow clap, clap right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, I – should we move on um, to the, the barren the truth? Barren truth. I feel like we need to address – The barren truth. What Heather and Robin – Our sisters <laughs> – Last week – Mocked us. Uh, in the lost episode is what it's now referred to as. The lost
0: episode. They
1: were like, we need to talk about this title of this segment called The
0: Barren the baron truth. truth. Okay, there are a lot of reasons why it is called The Barren Truth. <laughs> But first and foremost, it's because we really like to say it. (laughs) It's because it sounds so good coming out of... The barren truth. We love it. So that, that is the first reason. Mm -hmm. But barren is like empty or... Naked. Naked. Or like it is the naked. We're not going to sugarcoat it. It is the basic... Empty truth. Yes, exactly. Okay, so that is why it is what it is. And if people don't like
1: it, <laughs> they seemed, they were like, we just don't want you walking around out there like thinking that this is a thing, like that that's a phrase. Like they were so upset that we thought that that was a phrase. We're no. like, we know we made it we up. We
0: coined that phrase. But
1: we're allowed to do that. We can do whatever we want. It's our
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can make up phrases. We and... can offend vegans. Uh-huh. We can and baby gender reveals. gender reveals. People. We can uh, make up words and yeah. phrases. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. You can boo us if you want. That's fine. <laughs> we'll take it. So that's that's that. And it made us
1: laugh. So it's sticking. It's what it is. Okay. So the barren truth.
0: Barren truth.
1: Of the week came from the lost episode when we were talking about peeing.
0: Urinating.
1: Urinating in places other than the toilet. Yes. And one of them was about, it was an AITA about like a brother-in-law that was living with them. And she went in his bedroom and found all these bottles of
0: pee. He was literally, instead of getting up and walking 10 (laughs) feet to the bathroom, was peeing in bottles.
1: And we're horrified. But then we kind of start talking about that it's kind of common for men
0: to pee in Gatorade bottles.
1: A lot of the men in Heather's family do it. My husband said he only did it like twice when his brothers refused to pull over.
0: My husband's never done it. Although my boys on long road trips always wanted to do it. Yeah. I've got to go to the bathroom. Can I just pee in this bottle? And then we would, you know, no, you can't. We'd stop, go to a gas station 30 seconds later. I really had to pee again. <laughs> All they wanted was to pee in To pee bottle. in bottles.
1: Yeah. So we started talking about the weirdest places that we've peed. So then I put it out there. Where's the weirdest place you've ever peed? So someone says, <laughs> I'm just going to read a few of these because I got a lot of responses. Someone says, I shit in the cat's litter box once. (laughs) (laughs) The septic tank was acting up. No water would drain and the toilets wouldn't flush. I had to go and that was the first place I thought of.
0: (laughs) Oh, imagine. Okay, imagine a human poop.
1: I know. He says, Frank looked down on the majestic log bathed in the grandeur of the grainy sand and he said nothing because he is a cat. Um. This one says, oh, this girl writes, it's not pooping or peeing, but I was in eighth grade health class. This makes the situation really ironic. When my period started, I was super quiet and never asked to go to the bathroom, even though the class was right after lunch. So this was my first time ever asking to be excused. My teacher refused, and I asked him three times within about five minutes. I was too scared to get up and just leave. I could start to feel it flowing pretty fast and knew if I got up, I was a goner. I was also in a brand-new pair of light wash jeans, so it definitely would have shown. So I decided drastic measures had to be taken. I was wearing a big hoodie with no shirt underneath, so I couldn't use it to wrap it around my waist if I bled through, and I pulled the end down over my butt to hide what I was, what I was about to do. I slipped arms into my jacket and was able to put a tampon in with no mess <laughs> and no leaks. Obviously, there were easier ways I could have gone about it, but I was 13 and super shy. Ah. Uh. Can you believe that? Teachers. You guys. Be aware. Like if a girl, if a 13-year-old girl is asking to go to the bathroom. And they have the fear of God in their
0: <laughs> eyes. Let. Right? If their eye, if their eyes are dilated and they're sweating. Yeah. Let them go. Yeah. I mean, I think just go. Like ask later. You ask later. You say, I was, I thought I was going to throw up. Yeah. Out of my vagina.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't even matter. Like... Yeah. Just, just go. go. If just you get, go. like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Um, a lot of people have put peat in bushes. A lot of people have peat camping. Um, the uh, elementary school playground in elementary school. Um, let's see. Oh, behind an old gas station, uh, they were stopped and the people wouldn't let him go. Like, have you ever been in a gas station that says, like, you have to buy something? Yeah. And then so she basically, like, walked out and peed on their leg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she lifts her leg and pees right on the side of the building. Exactly. That'll teach
1: them. That'll teach them. Um, my favorite was, I can't find it right now, but a guy said, I peed in my glove box. No, pooed. Wait, no pee. And I'm like, why would you pee in your own glove box? And he said that he was selling it to somebody. And the guy he was selling it to was, like, made a bunch of racist comments. So he just (laughs)
0: peed right in it? So he peed in the
1: glove box right before, like, handing it over. Oh, wow. And then the guy would be like, I don't, like, I don't know where the smell is coming from, right? Oh, gross. Oh, my gosh.
0: I can't think of a place that I've peed because, as everyone knows, I don't go to the bathroom. You literally never pee. I literally never go to the bathroom. I know. Although, did I tell you this the other day? I was driving home from work and I... I mean, normally it's a straight shot. Okay. It doesn't even make sense in my mind. I rationalize. Like I have to pee, but I probably can make it 20 minutes from me Yeah, to get why home. do you do that? Why wouldn't I just go? But I don't think that way. I can't figure so it out. So I get on the freeway, I'm driving, and there's an accident. Oh, no. And it's between two exits. It's from between the exit I just got on and the next exit. So I'm stuck, right? <laughs> And I put it in my GPS to see, like the the time frame, yeah, forty five minutes. No, I am screaming at this point. Like my eyeballs are floating in the urine inside my body. <laughs> And that's I, why you don't, I know it and, it, that, and I'm cursing myself for having made such a poor choice. But <laughs> at that point, what do you do? Right. Right. I mean, my option is to get out of my car and urinate on the freeway. That's bumper to bumper, stop traffic. Oh my gosh. And so I start looking around and I'm like, what can I pee on or in, in this car? Right. But luckily I was able to make it. Good. And I, I could, I mean, I'm running in the house and my pants are coming off as I'm running in the house. Cause I <laughs> like, there was no time to waste. But I did make it. Oh, my so. gosh.
1: So that reminds me of my story, which was also driving. And this is when I was driving, like, back and forth, like, to my parents' house in eastern Idaho. So it's, like, a four-hour drive. But I all my kids were babies. Well, like, five-year-old, two-year-old baby or whatever. And they were all asleep. And you know, when you're, like, driving by yourself... The quiet when your kids are all asleep and you can just listen to your book or your music. You don't mess with that. You do not mess with that. Well, I, of course, had my giant 44-ounce Diet Dr. Pepper that I always have when I drive. And I was dying. Like, I have got to pee. So I'm like, I'm not pulling over because all my kids will wake up. So I look over and the diaper bag (laughs) is sitting right there. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I could just put one of Piper's diapers, like, under my butt and just pee. So I did it. So I literally, as I'm driving down the freeway going 80 (laughs) miles an hour, pull down my pants, stick a diaper under, start peeing. Well, I quickly realize baby diapers are not equipped to hold 44 ounces of Diet Dr. Pepper. They're (laughs) equipped to hold like an eight ounce bottle worth of pee so it quickly starts like overflowing and i'm just peeing all over my. once it starts there's no way to stop there's no way to stop it so i grab like a scarf (laughs) and i'm like sticking like shoving stuff down there just peeing like all over everything and the worst part on i was on a phone call (laughs) this all happened while i was just chatting it up with my friend jessica just chatting didn't tell her what was happening just i'm peeing this is happening Oh, yeah. So,
0: I, I had, when I used to drive back and forth to Utah a lot when Lainey was little, she was probably four, three or four at the yeah. time, three and a half. And she always wanted to stop and go to the bathroom. And I was like, my gosh, we've, we've stopped. We've stopped. We've stopped, you know. And so I was like, and she kept saying, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go. And I'm like, you know what? If you have to go that bad, I guess you'll just have to pee your pants because I'm not stopping. Uh-huh. Like, we stopped enough. And she was she like, did. okay, <laughs> pee her pants. <laughs> I'll show and you. And I was like, okay. Wow. So she has a little bit of, um, what's the word? Uh, stubbornness. Stubbornness or, yeah, I mean, she peed right there. And I'm like, damn it. Now I had to pull over. Clean her up. Clean, clean up the seats. Up. Lincoln and Cooper were beside themselves because <laughs> they're now sitting in a pool of urine oh. that has slid from the car seat down the. Oh. Anyway, it was a disaster. So. You learned your lesson. Yeah. More of the story. Let's not. Let's not just chance peeing in the car. No. Adults, children, animals, anybody, anything. Oh my gosh. Anything.
1: This re- person says, "I peed on myself, but in defense, I was wearing an adult diaper." It was two years ago during Halloween in my freshman year of college. I was dressed as a baby, <laughs> got really drunk with my friends, and just decided to let it all out. Oh, gross. my friends still remind me of that embarrassing day. I was watching Real Housewives of New York City, and one of the Real Housewives women just wears an adult diaper like when she goes out to like like partying and stuff. Uh-huh. She's like, "I just wear it. You just never know what's gonna happen." <laughs> so oh she just, that's like, don't they crinkle? Yeah. Ugh. Like, oh, my gosh. And my other one was a couple years ago we were snowmobiling, and one of the snowmobiles broke down, as they always do. And so, like, it was with my husband and four of his brothers, and they were all back there looking at the snowmobile. And I was, like, clear up ahead on the trail, Mm -hmm. and I had to pee. So I'm like, I'm just going to sit on the edge of the snowmobile, drop my pants, and just go. Mm So I start going, and all of a sudden, they, they pull up. And so I start waving, like, stop, stop, stop. But they're thinking something's wrong. So they come. come all even th- faster. Yeah, and I'm just, hi, I'm just peeing. <laughs> There's no way around it. But, like, it was the weirdest thing because I wasn't even that embarrassed. I was like, well, I'm just peeing, guys. They're like, what? I'm like, I don't know. I just.
0: <laughs> you got to gotta go. You got to go. You got to go.
1: I think I've lost all sense of,
0: like, giving a shit about anything. <laughs> Honestly, what has happened what, to me? Yeah, I mean, why does it matter? I right? know. You only live once. Right. Oh, good. Okay, apparently the library's shutting down. <laughs> lights are so going lights off. are off. What if we're locked in here? Ooh, it'd be like that night at the great. museum. They yeah. forgot we I were think in they here. I close at one, actually. Oh. So, okay, well, we better get going, um, or we're going to have to... Spend the night in the library. And no weird. one wants to read all day. Nobody does. Mm-mm. Well, maybe. Okay. okay. Anyway, so thank you for listening. Send us your stuff. And, yep, find us on truthfairiespod at gmail.com. On Facebook, all the Instas, truthfairyspod. We're there. Yep. Thank all right. You. Thanks Love for you.
1: listening. Goodbye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Pod, And send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.